0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following she'er. What I'm about to say is not limited to, it's, it's, it's relevant to all of life. I want to tell David we have a chasen that's minutes, that's days away from his chasna. And I think in, in building your own home, this what we're going to study i think is very relevant in the building of our own home really in the building of our own the bentire that we're building what we're going to what we're going to say is very relevant i suspect that when you tell people the truth it resonates by people if you tell people something and you 're right, it should hit home if it 's not hitting home, you have to ask yourself why isn 't it hitting home? People are souls, soul, soul soul and and we we 're connect to the truth the, the m s connects to us, so if you 're saying something and it 's not hitting home, you have to ask yourself why why is a generation not a whole many people are talking in sure why in my shul, we had young people talking in shul. And people getting frustrated. Sha! Sha! So why isn't that working? Sha? Not let it talk by davening. Why isn't Sha working? And to just dismiss, to just dismiss, okay, people... Because people like Yifkeh. No, no, people like them is. Why isn't it working? I always hear in the guy talking, in yeshiva... A are' struggling with things that I can't believe. What are you doing? What are you doing? We're obligated. Come on. I always hear in the guy talking in shul as much, and he has to be quiet. But in my machah him, he's making a machah me. I want to explain it. By nature, I like decorum. A lack of decorum, it bothers me a lot. A lot. By nature, I'm, I'm not a guy who talks in shul by nature. Is it a goody goody? Is it amaya two one the one the one wing? I don't like talking shul. You're in the middle of shul, and when a guy's talking, it's like what are you, what are you shul, It bothers me. It bothers me a lot. What's the guy doing? And I hear in him talking. First of all, be quiet. It's us to the talking shul. La Allah it's us, and it's a place we're praying to God. What are you talking? But I hear in the guy talking a macha. And I'll tell you what I hear in the gay. I'm capable of just spacing out, and I'm a good boy in school. And I'm looking at him. Just be quiet, behave. And what I hear in the talker is Kalish. I'm not willing just to behave. I want to connect to something. And if you think about today's generation, so many things we get frustrated. I don't get it. We just do it. He's not willing to just do it. He's not willing. There's a macha that I want to connect to it. I want to experience it. I want to feel. I say to us guys going shah to the talkers, the talkers have to be quiet. And the quieters have to start praying, have to connect. And a talker, pashat, pashat, and a lot of today's generation is saying that I'm not just doing it, I need to connect to it. I think this is the chutzpah that's going to, that is prevalent in ikviz of the Mashiach, it's the footsteps of Mashiach. Footsteps of Mashiach mean that it's coming from a place of tayv. It's the footsteps of Mashiach. The chutzpah that's prevalent is we're not willing just to be robotic. The older generation, what's wrong? You just behave. Just uh, do do like us. We just I'm quiet by shul, even though I'm I'm, I'm just doing nothing. Why can't you do that? And there's ichmus of the Mashiach. Is a generation that's tasted light. And it's touching Mashiach that they want to connect to something. That I'm not just willing to do that. I'm not willing to be the robot you are. So this is like a struggle of today's day and age. A tremendous struggle. Youngsters have to know any single Evet Hashem. And any approach of Steiging has degrees that you do things you don't feel yet. Any has a degree of Chitzayin Yismer, slowly... You do it, and eventually you feel it. So nobody's going to say sitting in shul that at all moments, nobody's going to say at all moments you feel it. Nobody. But there's a degree, there's a degree, there's a degree of, of, of be quiet in shul, and of course, work on experiencing, on praying, on connecting to prayer, of course. And there's a struggle, there's a tremendous struggle of your own personal connection, your own chayus and cheshek to the obedience of doing as you're told, to the obedience of somebody was mitzavah, You don't feel it, you don't connect it, but somebody was mitzvah. <clears throat> In avoydus Hashem, there's a there's a root of obedience that has to be there. The obedience, even when you don't feel it, when you don't understand it, when you don't connect it. And there's also the sense of connecting and relating. Earlier diarists were very, very high on the obedience. They were told, quiet and shul. Oh, oh, I hear. Today, tell a guy, quiet and shul. <laughs> we'll give you back. He'll, 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 he'll point the finger at you, and it's not as pinky or his pink <laughs> <of yours> pointer. <laughs> quiet and shul. Today's generation wants to feel. and I want to say something. I want to say something about Parsha's Parah. I want to study Parshas Parah and speak about a balance about something very, very interesting. <laughs> the first thing about Parshas Parah is we read the third Shabbos, that the third of the four special Shabbosos. We had the first Shabbos Ishkalim. Parshas Ishkalim was the first Shabbos. The second one is Parshas Zachar, it's a Mishnah and Megillah, Davchavtes, and the third Shabbos is para. Now the reason we read parasha's para, this third special Shabbos, is that the Carbon Pesach is coming. It's the most important mitzvah. It's it's up there, the most important say in the Torah. There are only two assays in the entire Torah. We have Ramach assays, 248 assays. Only two of them is a chi of kare for not observing them. Brismila and Carbon Pesach. So when I say, you, know, you're not, you don't get a chance. It's the most important mitzvah. Who said, you know, it's like we took a vote on it. God, by giving the worst Einesh for not performing it, is marking it. Rabbeinu Yain explains in Shari Tshuva, Einshim show us what's precious to Hashem. And this is one of two, only two assays. Normally it's Lais assays that give a Chi of kares. Very, very strict Lais assays get a Chi of kares. <laughs> Only two Asseis have a Chi of The person is cut off. Person is not a Yid. Mamish cut off. Kharis. Only two Asseis cut a person off from Yiddishkeit, from Yados. not doing a bris mila. a bris. And the second is the Assei of carbon pesach. Carbon pesach is so precious that it's marked with a Chi of Kharis. So we're going to have a carbon pesach coming up, Erev pesach, that every Yid's going to bring a carbon pesach. It's interesting, in B'nai Brach, Brac, there, there there's a Yid who before Pesach, already now, is looking for shepsals without a mum, and he makes a Chaburah, people sign on, the base of Israel you're built, he wants to, he wants to have his carbon Pesach ready, he doesn't want it, it's the most important I say, so what are you doing about it? So big a dilemma, Chaim used to sign on to his Chaburah, they'd find a shepsal without a mum. And they'd already sign on. If a carbon pesach, they had the chaburah ready. They already had their chevrah. You have to make a chaburah. You have to be from the Minuyim. Celebase You make a chevrah. You have to when the carbon pesach shechted at that point. You already have your group. Me and David are going to join together. We're going to have a chaburah for carbon pesach. Me and David shill the kelishes and the shillers. So pashat, you have to be Minuyim. We have to find the carbon pesach dov and sign on the seder, and then and then. And then you bring, so they already signed on. They have such a habura. So lemaisa, we want to prepare for the carbon pesach. You have to be tur. Somebody's tamei can't bring the carbon pesach. He can't eat the carbon pesach. So parshas parah, the way if somebody's tame mace, you have to the, You have to slaughter the parah Adumah. And then we dip the ashes of the paraduma, in water. We dip mayazite, hyssop grass, with a cedar tree. You dip into the ashes, into the water, mixed with the ashes of the paraduma, And you sprinkle on day three and day seven on the person whose tummy mace. And it's part of his Tara process, purification process of becoming tar. So to start the process, Rabbi said, we have to be Matar. So they brought, they read Parsha's parak. To remind Klal Yisrael, nope, you got to be mitaira for the Paraduma. For you got to get ready for Tara for the carbon Pesach. So that's the purpose of Paraduma. Amazingly, there shiknas in the Pesachim that it's the Raisa. Mm-hmm. The for sure. the raisa we the and is the for sure. Zacher is the We pasken. Parah is a machloikis, and Achaydish is the Rabbanon. Parah, many shiknas hold sechi of the to Lane Parashas Parah. Mitzvah the raisa, to Lane Parashas Parah. Now the question becomes: We don't have paraduma right now. Now is the kasha strong? The Bar Yosef amongst many, have Yosef Salant, many ask the kasha: How could you say paraduma is the today? We don't even have the paraduma. Bezman beis it could be the to read it. We don't have a paraduma. So the shaila is: What are we doing reading it today? Now you could say because beis hashem the beis hamigdash may come from now to then. Subhase so that we're 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 calling Klaya so the base Migdash comes, get ready to be mature. The Mishabura, I'm sorry? No, so Shalim Stam, even if they'll be Shalim, there's no Daraisa to call on the Shalam, there's Daraisa to give the shekel. No Shita holds no that I know of holds reading the parishha of the shalim's daraisa. No to Reading the parasha of para of para. Is many shittas that it's it's very shy. If people are Mahni People are very careful with the of parshas parah. Many hold it is a daraisa. I even declared I didn't announce in shul. By zocher is daraisa. We announced to have in mind with the birchas Satira mitzvah on the mitzvah, a bracha on the on parah. Right. I didn't announce it, but there's, there's serious shittas that it's darais. Comes comes the mishnah and the Mishnah Brewer says that today reading Parashas Parah is a prayer. It's a prayer. Rev Ezi is a Taira Dika very Taira de person. He's not. He, he's, he's he's a Taira de person. He, he, if you cut him open, he bleeds Taira. He's attached to Taira. Alone in his apartment, he studies Taira and lives Taira. And Rev Ezi davened for the Amud Parah, the week of Parah. Nobody would know this if you don't. If you don't know what's going on, see so a da- guy's he asked Amud, and he started singing. He started singing. He did to Lev Tahar, which will sing soon. He did to the tune of Laiv Tahar. He did it, it lit, it lit my soul on fire. He said Tara The prayer of the prayer of course to the Shabbos, he knows the Mishnahbura. We didn't, didn't say anything to anybody in shul. I called him out. I started Lev Tar. I said, Rebezi, I know what you did last night. He said, ah, oh, busted. <laughs> he sang Lev of Falchadaydi. That's the Shabbos. He knows the Mishnah Brewer, of course. That we read Parashas Parah. The reason we read Parashas Parah is a prayer. We're praying Tashem ta to be mitiras. We're praying. And we read the Sogya of being metara tomei meis we're asking Hashem David for tara now there's a big thing it's, it's a principle it's not the main topic I want to talk about today the main topic I'm going to talk about what parasha's parah is what it's saying to us I want to talk about that in a few minutes but there's, there are people who think prayer is only they associate prayer only asking Hashem for things Though that's, that of course is prayer David, a lot of our activities are prayers also. Our behaviors are prayer. Anybody who understands what prayer is, our behaviors are prayers also. Prayer is bringing your life to God. Presenting your life to Hashem. That's what prayer is. You could pray by being mavakish. Say, I Hashem, I have a worry. I have a concern. Somebody's sick and it's bothering me a lot. And you bring your worry to God. That's one form of prayer. There are prayers that take place in the form of activities. And fascinating that when we read David from the Ahmad, we read Parashas Paros Dacha prayer. We're praying to God. And we're praying Hashem, we want Torah, we want to be pure. We want to be poor, pure. There's a lip a song that I love. Anybody who travels with me once in a while, that song will go on for a while. V'zarakti alin, zarein ha'heart, zarein lave tar b'roli aleikim. Hashem, please, I want to lave tar. It was the prayer of David HaMelech. Sin can corrupt the person's lave. We all are fire. We're all fire. We're souls. It's not cute. Soul, 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 soul. We're souls. Fire. We're big stuff. That's just a fact. If it scares you, tough luck. It's just true. We're souls, and the tarot says that a sin can 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 do some can do damage. A sin. And David HaMelech after the sin of BaSheva, David to Hashem laved Ali Kim nacha in chadish Bikirbi. Reinvigorate a ruach Nachin inside of me, daven for a lave tar. And the Mishnah says that reading Parashas Paras, a prayer. We're praying to God that we want a lave tar. We want a pure reina hearts, reina mayach, a pure heart, a pure mind to serve you, Hashem. And reading Parshas Parah, the Parsha of Tara, Purification, is our form of prayer. We're asking and hoping by studying Parshas Parah, we're praying something. We're praying to God, Hashem. We, we're by how we misfollow by reading these psukim about Tara. I I've told the Eilam this redums the Tferes Shleima. There's something so magical because our activities become prayers also. The Radomsk says, the Tver Shlema, it says that Yitzchak Oyeves Asav. Yitzchak loved Asav. Now the Pesach says Ki Sayyid B'Fiv, David. It says Yitzchak loved Asav. Ki Sayyid B'Fiv. Rashi translated, Sayyid means traps, snares. Esav trapped him with his mouth. Ki tzai, it means Esav trapped Yitzchak with his mouth. So Yitzchak loves Esav because Esav tricked him. Esav would ask very firm questions, tricking Yitzchak into thinking Esav was a tzaddik. So that's why Yitzchak loves Esav. That is how Rashi learns David. Yitzchak loved Esav Kit b'fiv, for Esav had traps in his mouth. The Redumsk says, Welcome home, Michal Harach, welcome home. <laughs> Listen, I, wa- I owe you a treat. You came here, you're a treat, you're showing up, it's a treat. So I want to give you a treat. The Redomsk, the Tverish Lima says, Mayish, that you know why Yitzchak loved Asaph, Kitsayed Befiv, Yitzchak was ensnaring Hashem David. Listen to these words Yitzchak loved Asaph, Kitsayed Befiv. There was a trap in the mouth of Yitzchak. Yitzchak was trapping God, Kaviyachol. does that mean he was trapping God? He was doing Hashem Tzilch Hashem is our shadow. We show him a finger. He gives a finger. Two, two, three, three. Hashem mirrors us. If you judge people favorably, Gemara Shabbos, Kuv Tesvav Others L'Kavz Chos, Hashem Dan Zos Hashem mirrors us. Says, says the Redomsk, that Yitzchak loved Esav, he was trapping God, Kaviachal. He was saying, Hashem, he's my son. He's my son. He's my son. I love him. A son is a son is a son. Forcing Hashem's hands, we your children. A son is a son is a son. And by giving love to Esav, it was a prayer. He was trapping God. Hashem wants us to trap him like that. I love my son. He's my son. Zehu, he's my son. Zehu. That's the deep, deep prayer. It's maybe the deepest prayer. He's my son. You're praying. When you're nice because he's my son, Zehu, that's a very deep prayer. If you're nice to a Yid, if you're nice to a Yid, and you're saying, he's your son Hashem, I'm nice to your son, that elicits from Hashem, he's my son. He's my son. A son is a son. Yitzchak Yitzhak Avinu was good to Aesav. He was invoking that mid of Hashem where Yurbanim and Bainkach, banim. where you're bonim. It was a prayer. It was a form of prayer. Every time Yitzhak would see Aesim, he'd be full of Ava. He's my son. That would envelop Yitzhak, and at every attitude and behavior towards Aesav was one of Ava. Mm. See, going in my way, am I having nachas? Am I proud of him? He's my son. And it invoked from Hashem to us for his children. I told you the gorgeous pl- prayer of Reb Chaim Shmolovitz. The great Mir Rosh would pray. Nobody in the world plays by Yadav Shalom, no sane human being. Did anybody ever see Yadav Shalom? Machi you ever heard of Yadav Shalom? There's a place, it's right near the Kaisel. They call it Yadav Shalom, the secular. It's supposed to be MJ, a monument for Av Shalom. He's a Russia, You don't pray by kivrei Risham. You pray by kivrei tzadikim. If you daven by the grave of a tzadik, it invokes the zchos, the merits of the tzadik. you don't pray by a kevurah Russian. Yadav Shalom is supposed to be a monument for Avshalom, who was a Russia. He was David Amelech's son who tried to kill David Amelech. Only one Yidav that I know in the world used to pray. Actually, he used to. He did at least once. I th- may. I think I heard multiple times. One Jew in the world, David, prayed by Avshalom's memorial. You know who that was? Reb Chaim The mayor Hashiva. Reb Chaim had a heart as big as the world. He had a lay busser. He was known. He was a tremendous ava. He was very emotional. My father was kissed by him in 1966. He's still like, my father has koyach from that kiss in 1966. Though My father, Kenai nar is going strong and shtagging. He still gets koyach from the kiss. If you understand the ava, Reb Chaim Shvulavitz, the kiss from Reb Chaim in 1966 still nourishes my father's soul. He's koyav, Reb Chaim So Reb Chaim Shvulavitz goes to, the, to this Yadav Shalom and prays. And why would you pray by the Kavar of Arashi? R- he said to God, he said, David Amelech says eight times B'ni, if Tav Shalom was Nifter. And he prayed, my son, my son, my son, eight times B'ni, lifting his son, Mishol Tachtir, from the lowest places, and he schlepped him right in Terlum And Reb Chaim said to Hashem, he stood there, by Yad Shalom, and he said to Hashem, a father loves his son, there's no more rebellious son in the history of the world. The son tried to kill his father. And yet his father, eight times, B'ni, 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 my son, were your children, Hashem. Were your children. And he invoked at that kever, at that monument, he prayed for Hashem to remember no matter what mistakes we made, we're your son. B'ni, 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 b'ni. will you son Hashem? That's what Reb Chaim Shmuel Lavitz prayed at that kever. So we, we are used to prayers that are forms of asking Hashem for things. When we see another yid and we judge him favorably, you just said a prayer for yourself. You're saying Hashem, we're your children, we're good, we're souls. I'm seeing him that way, see me that way. I'm seeing him that way, see me that way, Hashem. It's a prayer. Our behaviors are prayers. We lane parashas para was a prayer. We want tarah. It's a different form of a prayer. That's the mishabura says that we lane it. It's a prayer to Hashem. We want tarah. We're going to sing soon, Laiv tar brali a prayer for tarah. But I want to speak a specific lesson of paraduma. The paraduma Rashi says in Chukas, was a chuva, was a kapara for the sin of the eagle. The Paraduma, the mitzvah of Paraduma, is specifically meant to be mikapir for the kheda Egel. What David? What shaikhas the kheda egel and the paradumah? But rashi and chukas, it's a little difficult to find this rashi. He brings from Rabisha Darshan. It's after Rashi's Mefarish, all the Psokim and Chukas, at the end of that whole, the whole Parish of Paraduma, Rashi writes, Till now I explain Pshat. But now let me explain Paraduma Al-Derech Darshan, And then he explains it. It's like a kapara for the for the And he shows about five or six things that the paraduma has in it that would be Mechaper for the Egel. You could see the rashi at the end of the parsha in chukas, the end of the parsha of paraduma. So what's this that paradumas Mechaper? It, it's, a, it's a rectification of the sin of the Egel. What's going on? So we, let's find out what was the sin of the Egel. And then we're going to try to study why the paradum is mechafer. The Beis HaLevi says that the Egel, Maishu Rabbeinu was Baishash Laredes. Maishu went to Shanaim and delayed in coming down. And Klal Yisrael freaked. Maishu Rabbeinu was the conduit. He brought us to a Kesher tashem. A Rebbe brings somebody to a Kesher to God. And Myshe Rabbeinu wasn't coming down. And we freaked out. We want a close Kesher tashem. And through our relationship to Meishu, we developed a close Kesher tashem. And Meishu is not coming down. Meishu Rabbeinu. Klai Yisrael freaks. What they wanted was some form of a Mishkan. The Egel was some, the Beis HaLevi writes this, the Egel was some form of a Mishkan. It was a place through Kavanos. They had ideas that Hashem would be Sheireh Shechina in Klal Yisrael. They wanted a Mokayim, a place that brings the Shechina here, that Hashem rests, some form of a Mishkan. And they built an Egel with their understanding that God will be Sheireh Shechina here. It will encourage, it will cause the Shekhinah to be Shireh. They were building some form of a Mishkan. It, it was an egel. That was where the Shekhinah would be Shireh because they wanted Hashem to dwell in our midst. That was the purpose of the egel, says the Beis HaLevi. Okay. And Aaron and Chor Chor begged Kla It's not right. You have a very good idea, but that's not what Hashem wants right now. And Kla Yisrael was stubborn and brazen and didn't listen. When Hashem criticized the Khad Egel, he says, I'm Kshe Irefu, there are brazen people. All the Rashainim, from Rashi to the Sifurnu to the Ben Ezra, say stiff neck is you don't turn, you know, you turn away from somebody and you don't look and face a machiah, somebody who's giving direction. All the Rashainim, Rashi, Sifurnu, Ben Ezra bring that Kshe Ayref refers to not being obedient not following instruction. Claudius Yisrael had creativity. The Egel was a creative way of serving Hashem. And the Chede Egel is, it has to be rooted in obedience, what Hashem tells you. K'Shay if they were stubborn. There was creativity and beautiful ideas in this Hashem. But it has to be rooted in obedience to, the, to, to what Hashem wants from us. And there was a disobedience. Aaron, who was the Meirat Tzedek, who was the advisor, who was the leader of Klai Yisrael in the absence of Moshe, told us not to do it. Khor begged Klai Yisrael not to do the egel. We killed Khor He was in the way of our dreams and aspirations. Our wants were Lushem Shemayim for the egel. We wanted good stuff. We were right. We wanted, we have tremendous Ritzinus. But we were being overly created. It wasn't rooted in what Hashem wanted from us. What's the kapara for the Egel? The kapara for the Egel is none other than the paraduma. The paraduma is a chayik. The paraduma is a chayik. God commands it we don't understand. Now I want to share. There was a Yid, there's a Yid, Rav cats. He is the mashkiach in Torah and he spoke years ago in this yeshiva when the yeshiva was in Waterbury, and he spoke in the yeshiva, and he spoke he spoke about mitzvahs, a very important yoseid in mitzvahs that's very very important. Every mitzvah, the zayar calls mitzvahs taryag Eitzah, six hundred thirteen advices. Now it's a very weird thing to call mitzvahs their commands, not advice. Advice sounds like a good idea. Why well, call them advice, their commands and obligations? But the Zayar calls them Taryag Eitzes. Explained Riv Katz with many other proofs to this, that a mitzvah, besides being a Chiyuv, teaches us how to serve Hashem. And he explained, sukkah is a mitzvah to sit in the sukkah. That's a one-time mitzvah. In every one of the other 612 mitzvah, there's the sukkah of the mitzvah. There's something you learn about serving God from every mitzvah that you're supposed to bring to every other mitzvah. There's the lulav in every mitzvah. There's the tefillin in every mitzvah. Every mitzvah, Azi, besides being a chih of is also advice how to serve Hashem when you're doing another mitzvah. That's why the say, on every mitzvah they say, Taryag mitzvah Boy. The 613 that hang on this mitzvah. There's this mode. you mean? mitzvah Because every mitzvah hangs on this mitzvah. Because this mitzvah contains all 613. In every mitzvah, there's the tefillin, there's the lulav, there's the there's the ksavah, In every mitzvah, every mitzvah besides being a command also tells you how to serve Hashem. When you're doing other things, have that element. Paraduma is a mitzvah of chayk. You don't understand it, and you loyally do it. Chaik. Every mitzvah has to have the paraduma of that mitzvah. And the element of of paradum is what I don't understand. Obedience, kach amar Hashem, so Hashem's mitzvah is obedience, and paraduma's mechaper for the egel. The egel was creativity, not rooted in obedience. And after we did the cheder egel, the paraduma's mechaper, the paraduma says obedience. Do what do what you were told. Don't you want to connect and understand and have do, do, you were told be obedient. That's the Paraduma that's mechaper for the that's the, the Paraduma that's mechaper for the ego. And I think the lesson to our dirt, we're a generation that's craving creativity and we're right, and we're right. We're right. You have to have your own flair and connection. Don't be a robot. And we have a generation that's protesting, I'm not going to be a robot, and we're right. We detest robotic service of Hashem. We're not like that. We want to connect and understand and feel it. And we want it also to be deeply connected to us. We want to be deeply connected. Our generation understands. Pace, there are people, and I want you to hear this. There are... This is a lot of that void of steiging Pace, you're going to watch this week. Guys are coming back. Beautiful B'nai Torah. I want to explain what you're seeing, Pace. If you'll allow me, there's a style of serving Hashem where you break yourself to fit the Torah. There's, there's something to that. That's often the onset of people's growth. You picture the guy like learning. He wants to go, do anything but... He's like... oh, with Gvura, he like breaks himself to fit the Torah. That's like a lot of the onset of Steiging. He wants to go to every party, pays, him, and he fights to do what's right. There's a much later stage of Steiging that you discover we are built for Torah and Torah for us. You comfortably find all the different parts of you have a place, a time, we're in sync with Torah. Hashem didn't mess up and, like, make us. Sometimes you think, you, you, a guy like me hears minyanum, I say, God did not know me. He was like the chiyah for me. Min- he knew me. He actually knew I'm a very social being. Minyan is so cool for us social guys. He, he knew us, and there's a place in us, in all our ritzainus and all our ways were made, there's a spot in Avodis Hashem where it fits exact. We're a generation craving that. We're not willing, we're not willing to be robotic or to be a person who's disconnected. Yiddish and Tiran avaydes Hashem is not like a person doing uncomfortable things and just trying to break himself. It's the finding, it's the discovering, it's the ashlam of the person. I want to tell you a pshad in this week's parsha. I asked Daniel the kasha, I didn't tell you a teretz. now I'm going to tell you a teretz. I want to tell you a t- I want to say something. Rashi in this week's parasha says that Hashem at first Meish Rabbeinu would forget Torah until God gave him a, as a gift like a kala to a chassin. Kikalasai. Like a kala to a chassan. The Torah was gifted to Meish like a kala to a chassan. Davidal a kala is a great gift. A kala, the gift of a kala. But since when is a kala called a gift? What is this? So Rashi. In, par- in this week's parashic, that we just read. What's Rashi? T-? Hashem gave Moshe the Torah as a gift. Like a kala to a chasm. Where do we even find the Lashen of a, g- a kala? A guy gets married. It's very good to get married. But since when is it called the gift? Why is that the marshal? If it would say like Shabbos, Shabbos is a Gemara, Shabbos is called matana teiva. What a chazah, What's the Torah expression? Hashem gave Tyra to Moshe, like you give a kala to a chasn. What's what, what Rashi expressing? It says, originally he would forget Tyra till God gave it to him as a gift, like a kala to a chasn. What's he talking about, right? What, what's this? Like a What's me? Okay, it's a very good gift. Uh, say this. It's the best gift. What, what's he talking about? Tyre is given to Maisha, to call Yisrael. Is, is, is Nishmas call Yisrael. Tyre is given to Maisha like a to a achastin. What's being expressed? Uh, why that gift? Like somebody gave somebody a million dollars. Why is that the gift of a to achastin, Martha? You do need such... That, that's a valid question. But what's being expressed here? What, what are you expressing to me? You know, you, <laughs> I have like a pet thing, Viggy. When people give me when they don't need to give a muscle, it turns me off. I, if you ever learn with a chabrusu, don't do this to me, I get like violent almost. <laughs> you ever had the chabrusu, let me give you a mashal, don't give me a mushroom. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, you know when a guy tries to clarify with a muscle, and it's like less clear? I've like, you know what I'm talking about? If you know certain types, it gets to this like, I, I, I had a Chavruz six years we learned together. I'm not saying he did this to me. but we get into arguments, you, you're fighting over Tyreek. And the guys let me give you a Marshall. Like, if your Marshall better make things clear. How many people say Mishalem? And I understand the your list. A Marshall is a very cool art, right? Sunshine is one of my best friends in the world at it. Because if he has a point, his Marshall like brings it home. If you dare say a mashal, and I'm less clear, So why do you say the mashal? People don't know the art of giving a mashal. A muscle takes an idea. I'm like having trouble grasping it. With the mashal, there could be a lot of pretend where people like say Mishalem and like they just threw up. Now I'm confused. Before I was almost understanding you. Now I don't know what you're talking about anymore. It, the Torah says, God gave my shit a gift. Tyre has a gift. I got you. Got you. He first didn't understand Tyre. <laughs> then it was gifted to him. Smooth present gift, like a collar to a chassan. I, I, I thought I understood what you said. until you said that. Like, I'm the type get very violent. I get very like submished. If you if, if you take things seriously, when you add it like a collar to a chassan, you like. I, I thought I knew what you were saying before you gave me this, muscle. Maisha first. Didn't, did everybody get it at first? Maisha didn't understand. Tyra got it. Avi. And then what happened? Doobs. God gifted it to him. Cool. Oh, interesting. He didn't get it at first. He was trying hard. <coughs> wasn't going. Okay? Try, try, try. It wasn't... Then God said, okay, I'm going to give it to you as a gift. And then he understood. Wow. Cool story. Like a kalatu to a chas. I thought I understood you. What did you just say? What? I'm like a kalatu to a chas. I didn't know where you're going with this. <laughs> My mind like, goes. Barashi does <laughs> it. Chazal. A kalosah, it's a chazal What did you add Like a kala to a chazal I know what a Oh, that gift But you're pointing me The mesholim of chazal The Chavetz Chaim in the last 100 years Was the best Unquestioned I, If anybody wants to stand up and argue I'll debate you now The Chavetz Chaim was the best mushal giver In the last couple of hundred years Since the Dubna Magid, Nobody's better at mesholim His mesholim are Priceless they take ideas as like, are you kidding me? His Mishalimah look very, the Chavetz Chaim are very elaborate. The Chavetz Chaim was a king-mushal giver, probably the best in the last 200 years. We have to ask Revezi how long the Dubna Magid lived. Since the Dubna Magid is, I don't think there's a better Mushal giver than the Chavetz Chaim. But his Mishalimah right on, are you kidding me? This Mushal is like, hmm, I don't, Mysharben forgot Torah. Then it was gifted to him like a Kalatu to a chasn. I don't know where you're going with this. Like, I, this threw me up. You could ask the chevreus by Mishavas. I was very troubled by this Rashi. I don't know pshat of it Like what, what? Like what was added? Like a kallah to a I'm trying to, like, if, if I was sharper, I was like, I'm telling you how confused I am. Is I'll, I'll give, like, some muscle of how confused I am. You know what confused means. You don't need to give a muscle. Like, a kala to something. What do you mean, like, you work... When you, when you did your trial, you have to give, you give a tuba. You promise a lot of things. When, when somebody gives a million dollars, now I have a million dollars, and that's my million dollars. But when you get married... You worked for it, you got her, but she just brought herself. It's something that you didn't really earn here, that she's going to bring that's going to change you, that's going to be something else that's affecting you also. Hashem didn't just like, here, it's yours, do whatever you want with it. It was, it was worked for something, and it came to him and changed him, and it affected him, staying itself, that it's a separate thing. You own it, but you don't own it. Could be, could be. It needs thought. It could be, could be. Could be. It needs a lot of thought. This, 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 this Indian is not simple, what, right, what Chazal is saying. What I want to share with the Hevra, what I want to share with the Chevra is the gift of a Kala. Ultimately, anybody married sees it's his ashlama, it's your wholeness. You feel, you can't even picture you. you were half before. Mm-hmm. You felt very whole before. But after you had marriage, you chap, you were ma you, meshechazi. The gift of a kala is not, it's, it's weird. because every other gift. I, if a guy gives me a car, I, I was cool without a car. And I have a car, it's a gishmak. But I still was whole without a car. A kala, you're yoyre, that, 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 that that's my ashlama It's mashlam who I am. It brings out parts of me and every aspect of me. It it creates my shlemos. That's what's being expressed, this unique gift of Taira. That Taira was gifted like a Kala to a Hasen. Not as a Dover Hitzayini, like this side thing that you have to like... It's your Ashlama. Something of that nature, of what I'm describing, that the learner and liver of Taira ultimately is not just... Of course he has to work and overcome, but ultimately it brings out kaychus from within. Ultimately it's ashlomah, something of that nature might be the shot. I'm not sure. What I am sure is we have a generation that wants to connect to Tyre in a very meaningful, unique, independent way, and we want to feel and experience, we don't want to be robotic, and there's a tremendous chukka. It's ikvas of the Mashiach, a tremendous chukka in that. I want to say that we have to remember the cheddar ego. We have to remember it's nice our creativity and our own unique ritzinus, but when it's not rooted in obedience, when it doesn't have its starting point in what it was Hashem Mitsavami, me, then it's very, very dangerous. Then it's an ego. It's interesting to me, you can want a mishkan, And a Mishkan itself could be an eagle. Do you understand that you could want a Mishkan and it's an eagle? We want a Mishkan. (laughs) We want Hashem. I want a Mishkan. What makes a Mishkan an eagle when it's not rooted in Sivli Hashem and obedience? Am K'Shayar. You have such spiritual wants and desires and ideas and drives, but it has to be rooted in obedience. It has to start. A guy, be quiet and shul. You're talking because you're saying, "I don't want to be a robot." You're so right. Your are rotson and your desire, your chokah for avodas <laughs> Hashem is right, and never be robotic. But let that chokah be rooted in obedience. Ultimately, we get a mishkan, but after the tzivu of Hashem, we Hashem's mitzvah asli What's missing in the the Egil minus? It's amazing. The mishkan minus the tzivu equals ego. A drive and a passion and a desire for Hashem minus the obedience of an Eved Hashem equals the ego. That's the ego. I think it's a great lesson to our generation, Parshas parah specifically. Parshas parah, when Kalah Yisrael brings a parah, we bring a parah. Remember, Parshas parah is right before in Nisan's the formation of our people, we're about to get born. And the thing we read collectively, a mitzvah d'araisa, before our birth as an is a mitzvah that speaks about obedience. We don't understand, it's a chayk. People laugh at us. What are you doing? The umais are mining. The umais laugh at us. What are you doing? What's what, you guys? And the answer to what we're doing is that we're loyalists Hashem. We don't have to understand. Now, of course, but of course, we want to connect and relate and we want to overflow with passion and a creativity and a u- uniqueness which adds so much flavor to us. We don't want to be robotic, but of course. But the base... The start of it all, what it's miyosid, what it's founded on is obedience. I think it's kind of cool that right before the formation of our people, right before Chaydesh Nisan, Rosh Chaydesh is next week, Thursday. Next week, Thursday is is Rosh Chodesh Bezer Hashem, a week from this Thursday. But the last special parsha, we have a series of three very big parashias that we read, and the last one that we have a chiyav daraisa to read is the parsha Parah. And always before before our month, the month of formation of our people, the last thing we read is Paraduma. Paraduma is that mitzvah which teaches us obedience. Hashem was mitzvah. I don't understand it. It's beyond my comprehension. Chayk. But at the root of all our service is obedience. It, there's a pasuk that Shmuel, the Navi, the Navi Shmuel says to Shaul. that's very, very moving to me. Shaul was commanded to shecht all the karvanas, all the animals of, of Amalek. And Shaul listened to the people, and they didn't listen, and they saved Karbanis, and Shmuel, and Sho explains it. He says, "We love Hashem I listen to God. The, I go in his way. The na- so why didn't you destroy the booty as God commanded? He told you to destroy all the booty of, Mitz- of Amalek Said, you know why we kept the booty? Tzainu Bakar, cattle and sheep. Ratios Acherim, the most choicest of the stuff. We wanted to bring carbonized. From the reasons we wanted to bring carbonized. We have a tremendous chokah for God. So we saved animals to bring carbonized from the reasons. Does God want your your own offers? He just wants you to listen. Obedience. Listening is better than a nice carbon. He wants we have to be obedient and true and, and obedient. In a marriage, guys, every single guy wants to buy his wife flowers. And every guy, you want to buy her flowers. But I promise if when she asks to take out the garbage, you don't listen. She don't like your flowers. What she asks for, you don't, you don't, what I ask, you don't listen. You want to buy, buy all the flowers and buy flowers. And don't be a stiff, don't just buy flowers Friday. Buy Tuesday afternoon, make sure to buy your flowers, a lot of flowers. But make sure when she asks for something, you deliver what she asks for. A relationship to Hashem has to be miyosid on obedience, on a a loyalty of the ass, and we're shimea, not a person. We have a tremendous chokah. We have a tremendous desire, and we should fill that desire to serve Hashem with creativity and passion and uniqueness and our own flair and flavor, most definitely. But it has to be based and started that we keep the halacha. I say to our generation, be quiet in shulz. My shah will work. My shah, people will keep quiet from. Because I know that the talking is a macha that we don't want robotic. And I say to our talkers that you're right, you're right. You talk, I look at it as macha on me. It says, Kalish, we'll start doing something. He's not masking to your robotic davening. And boy, is he right. So it says to me, let's go, let's sing better, let's connect more, let's have a flavor and an umf. But I say to the talker, be quiet, because what you're saying and you want a flair and a flavor and a tam and a chayos, but all that minus obedience equals an ego. Obedience is the halacha, quiet and sure. There's the parah, there's the, there's the chayik, the mitzvah itself. Of course, on top of that, we're going to build a structure of, of of energy and cheshek, but of course. So that's why at the start of the formation of our people, the last Shabbos, before we start sp- celebrating and speaking and ex- and feeling the creation of Kalal Yisrael, Parah, this past week's the last Shabbos. Straight from Parah, we go straight to the last Kriya Dereysa, we go straight into Parsha HaKodesh, into... Into this week's right into Parsha Sachaidash this week, which starts already the Chag of the, the, the month of Pesach, the month of Nisan, the month of our formation, the start of our service of Hashem is built on obedience. And that's the Paraduma, the message of the Paraduma. Of course, whenever just robotic obedient servants, it doesn't resonate by people. So you just want me to be a robot. We hate the goody goody. <laughs> the guy is robotic. George, doesn't mean anything and, and Hashem doesn't want that from us of course He wants us to build the whole uniqueness and gave us so much creativity and so much passion so much uniqueness of course He gave us that all to serve Him but it, the, the base has to be an, a loyalty and, a, and listening and, and, and learning to hear the Dvar Hashem Let's sing let's let's pray together Claudius is praying the, the, the parish is part of the prayer so let's pray Laiv to her then I want to say something in closing but let's pray she will lev to her mask him. mask him MJ welcome home MJ good to have you back Hay safe for a few minutes Doch you have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. for other shear on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any daffin shas, including my arm on each shear